welcome to Your Arts Playground. This is a podcast from Seesaw, Western Australia's premier arts magazine. I'm Rosalind Appleby. And I'm Nina Levy. We're the editors of Seesaw magazine and we're here to give you the lowdown on all the new shows, concerts and exhibitions that are coming up in WA. Get ready for a fast, fun and furious 15 minutes jam-packed with everything you need to know about the arts this month. Hi listeners, it's Nina here with a quick heads up before we jump into our very first episode of Your Arts Playground. We recorded the episode before the current COVID restrictions were announced, which means that some of the shows we've mentioned have had to be postponed. We'll include as much information as we have in our show notes, and we encourage you to get along to as many rescheduled shows as you can. Our artists really need your love and support. For now, we hope you enjoy the first episode of Your Arts Playground. Hi, Nina. Hi, Roz. I'm so excited that we're finally doing our first podcast. Yes, and now July's just around the corner. It's time for you to tell us what you're excited about. Yeah, so this has been a very interesting exercise because there is so much happening this month and I found it really hard to choose. So I've chosen my top four shows that I'm really looking forward to, but then I've also got a list a fast list to speed through of a little bit extra for our listeners. Okay, so my first pick for July is Fire, which is a play that's showing at the Blue Room Theatre until the 10th of July. And it's by First Nations playwright Ebony Maguire, who listeners might remember. From Cloud Street. From Cloud Street, that's right. So Ebony performs in the play alongside choreographer Nadia Martic and Fire is the story of two sisters who've been estranged for many years, but now they're living together and they're having to navigate all the kind of sisterly issues that come up when you're thrust into close proximity with your sister. And it's got dance in it. It does. So I actually saw the first development of this work during Fringe World uh, earlier this year. And uh, what I loved about it is that the story is interspersed with First Nations culture through Noongar poetry and also through dance. Nice. Yeah, it's really beautiful and it really left me wanting more. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how the story has been developed. And we'll pop a link in the show notes uh, for more info on that one. The next show that I'm excited about is the Miss Westralia Regional Tour that's taking place through July and into August, and that's presented by local musical theatre company Western Sky Theatre. Miss Westralia is based on a true story. Uh, it's about the first Miss Australia competition, which took place in the 1920s and was won by a young woman from Geraldton. Go, Geraldton. Yes. <laughs> So I saw this work back in 2019, also at Fringe World. For me, it's everything I love about musical theatre in terms of singing and feel-good vibes, but on a much more intimate scale. Personally, I love a good musical, but I sometimes get overwhelmed by those really big productions Mm. and the scale of this one is, is just perfect. So this show is heading to Geraldton, Meriden, Kalgoorlie, Ravensthorpe, Narragin, Harvey, Beverly, and then it's also going to be back in Perth for a couple of shows at the Don Russell and Gosnells. So if you're interested in that, check out the show notes. 
My next show is the Tactile Art Project that's being presented by Dada at the Midland Junction Art Centre until the 17th of July. So this one fascinates me. The premise of the exhibition is that you can touch the works. They're designed to be multi-sensory um, and engage senses other than just sight. And what I love about it is, you know, normally when you go to an exhibition, there's that real look, do don't touch. Do not touch. Do not touch the artworks. So this is breaking that rule, which I really love. And super accessible. Very accessible. So designed nice. for people with a range of abilities. Uh, alongside the exhibition, there's a show called Blue Beautiful by Dylan Madrin. I remember this from Awesome Festival. That's right. He was at the Awesome, his work was at the Awesome Festival last year. Blue Beautiful, as the name suggests, is a celebration of the colour blue. Um, and I love the colour blue, so I'm really into <laughs> this. But it's not just about, it's a broader interpretation than that. Mm. So um, if you think subjects like the Blues Brothers, Blue Healers, even the Blue Wiggle, uh, there's a lovely sense of fun. Yeah. Uh, and Seesaw has actually reviewed this show already, so you can check out Kim Kirkman's review on Seesaw to find out more about that. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting along to see it because I haven't seen it yet. And my last top pick is Right and Revolution, which is a concert by the West Australian Youth Orchestra and choreographer Scott Elsterman. Nice pick, Yes, Nina. thank you. Taking place on the 10th of July at Perth Concert Hall. So Scott Elsterman is one of my favourite local choreographers. And, and Rebecca Erin Smith, one of my favourite composers. Yes, so Scott's creating a new, a new work, new dance work to a new composition by Rebecca very exciting and it's part of a new initiative by WAO to commission new collaborations and uh, the program also includes a performance of Stravinsky's Rite of Spring awesome. uh, yeah, and the dancers will be on stage for some of that as well so yeah another one to look out for and check out the show notes for more information. Moving along to my quick fire picks. Okay. So theatre there is just a lot on this month, but um, Minneapolis uh, at Sibiaco Arts Centre, that's happening 27th to the 31st of July. It's a new play by Will Omani and it's promoted as a challenge to anyone who sees gendered violence as a woman's issue. So I'm curious to see what a male playwright does with that mm, concept. Yeah, And then at the Blue Room, uh, there's a range of shows, aside from Fire, which I've already talked about, there are three other shows opening in July by a selection of really interesting independent local theatre makers. So definitely worth jumping on the Blue Room's website to check out those. Moving on to visual arts, uh, there's a new project space opening in the Pilbara, which is really exciting, the Spinifix Hill project space. And that's that opening is happening on the 1st of July. Uh, it's a space for the Spinifix Hill artists who are South Headland's Aboriginal Arts Collective. They've got a group show by 28 First Nations artists that will be the opening exhibition. Uh, so, yeah, that's just really great news for the Pilbara and something to keep your eye out for if you're up that way. Also, I believe there's going to be an online catalogue that you can look for if you're not going to be up that way. Yeah, cool. Uh, closer to home... Holly O'Mean and Ben Crapsley are two artists who are exhibiting at Gulagata Heathcote Gallery from the 3rd of July to the 15th of August. And um, Holly O'Mean's inspired by native bushland and coastal landscapes. But Ben Crapsley, um, his approach is a bit different. He wants us to reconsider our relationship with the cockroach. Oh, Nina. I know. Now, I'm one of those people who's actually terrified of cockroaches. 
Uh, so this exhibition has a kind of perverse fascination. You're not going to go. I am going to oh. go. I want to go. Oh my interested. goodness. <laughs> and last of all, oh yes, circus. So there's a circus festival taking place at the State Theatre Centre of WA from the 1st to the 4th of July. Uh, I'm particularly keen to see Down Rebound um, by Ben Kotovsky, Steel and Simon Wood. I saw their work for the first time last year. It was actually the first live show that I saw after lockdown. And I really love the sculptural nature of their acrobatic routines. Uh, plus, they've got this slapstick vibe that's really fun. Uh, yeah, so totally looking forward to that. Yeah, circus. So, look, that those, those are my picks. I mean, I could have set, chosen so many more, but we want to keep this fast and furious. So I'll hand over to Roz. What, what are you excited about, Roz? Well, my absolute top pick for music in July is Dreams of Place. You know, the mm, Perth Festival yeah. collaboration with Wazo and Wayo that was postponed thanks to COVID. It's back on the 23rd and 25th of July. And in fact, I'm going to come home early from my holiday to see this show. Well, that's a recommendation. The, yes. Over 100 musicians on stage with Noongar singers Della Ray Morrison and Barry Maguire. So, and the idea with this concert is images of place. So there'll be world premiere performances of works by Della Ray and Barry, sitting aside classics from Sibelius, Copeland, Stravinsky, Nina, I've been waiting so long for the music industry to embrace diversity in local content like this. It's finally happening. So there'll be songs about our majestic black swan alongside the magical colours of the firebird and I just can't wait. Sounds beautiful. Wazo's also doing Marla's Fifth Symphony on the 2nd of July and that's always epic, especially with Asha Fish conducting. And the orchestra are then heading to the pit at His Majesty's from July 17 to 24 for the WA Opera Double Bill Cav Pag. We've seen this production before in 2010, so the big question will be can they find the right soloists for it during COVID restrictions? They've already lost their conductor who couldn't make it from Germany, so Chris Van Tunen is stepping in at short notice. It's only a short season, four performances, so getting quick for tickets to CavPag. And, yeah, the details for that um, will be like all these other shows in the post notes. Speaking of opera, the National Opera Company is coming to WA with West Side Story. Oh, I love West Side Story. 2nd to the 17th of July, Nina, at Crown Theatre. This is a rare chance to see the touring arm of Opera Australia on this side of the country. And also at Crown will be the iconic popera group, the Ten Tenors. Uh, What's popera? Operatic pop. And in this case, at its hunkiest, because it's ten um, male singers. Sure. um, Striding their stuff from the 23rd to the 25th of July at Crown Theatre. And now a jazz gig as well, Kate Pass and her Cohesia Ensemble are collaborating with the WA Youth Jazz Orchestra on the 10th of July. So Kate has made her own new musical genre by blending jazz and Persian musical influences. Mm. And Wajo have commissioned Kate to write for one of their big bands. So this gig will be really fresh, really exciting. I also want to make mention of 10th Muse. So this is a quirky chamber music collective who promote the work of diverse underrepresented musicians. In their concert on the 18th of July, they profile an opera singer best known for her ugliness. Interesting. (laughs) So they're hoping to reveal her talent also as an influential composer, amongst other things. So time to rewrite the history books, Nina. I think so. 
And to finish the month of music, the WA Academy of Performing Arts are throwing a party. They're calling it Celebrate on the 30th of July. It's an extravaganza of music, theatre and dance, celebrating the 30th anniversary of Edith Cowan University. So, yeah, fun way to finish the month. And, oh, Nina, I need to steal a moment for the kids too. Oh, absolutely. School holidays, they're nearly here. So my top three kids' shows... There is a gorgeous hands-on workshop coming up at Pika, inspired by popular culture and the natural world. And so the children are encouraged to get creative and make flowers from Hummer beads. Oh. And then how cool is this? They get to exhibit their bead designs on the field of flowers wall. Oh. Yeah, in the Hatched National Graduate exhibition. Do you, so, do you have to be a child? <laughs> <laughs> it's recommended ages 5 to 12. Oh, but okay, I'll need might... to borrow a child. Okay. <laughs> you would love this one, Nina. So, and how cool that you get to be part of the exhibition alongside Australia's yeah. next generation of artists. So the workshops run 11 to 12 in the first week of the school holidays. And now this is an interesting one by Australian Baroque who are actually always doing interesting things. And this month they have partnered with an astrophysicist for a concert called Space, which takes the audience on a multi-sensory trip through space and time with these amazing NASA images accompanied by a full Baroque orchestra. Oh, cool. So the family show for that is on the 3rd of July. And speaking of multisensory, Spare Parts' immersive puppet show Rules of Summer is running for the entire school holidays. So this is adapted from that book by Sean Tan, The um, Rules of Summer, and it offers the kids an experiential world of sight, taste, smell, touch, sound, and that's from the 3rd to the 17th of July in Fremantle. So, yeah, some really nice kids' stuff coming up. We haven't mentioned NAIDOC Week yet. And that's another great opportunity for all ages engagement in our arts playground. So I just want to quickly mention the Marley Festival presented by Black Swan State Theatre Company, which is a huge NADOC celebration with free music, theatre, film events, plus opportunities to have high tea with the elders and a community dinner. So that's at the State Theatre Centre of WA from the 9th of 10th of July. Yeah, and uh, Black Swan State Theatre Company's new production York is also going to open during the Marley Festival. So that's a collaboration with WAU Theatre Company that opens on the 10th and runs till the 1st of August. It sounds uh, just like a really interesting story, a West Australian ghost story that traces its way through the violence and injustice of WA's colonial past. And the star of the show is Wangatha Yamaji and Baladong Noongar actor Sharina Clanton, who listeners might remember from her role in TV's Wentworth, but actually she's been on heaps of shows uh, and uh, has a long, a long track record on stage and screen, so definitely one to look out for. And um, the art installation at Rain Square, that's for NADOC Week too, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that one will see Rosie Payne, painting uh, a series of totems that pay tribute to the six Noongar seasons um, using the colours of each season and the flora associated with those seasons. Nice. Uh, yeah, Ros, you and I are both really into the Noongar seasons. We both uh, enjoy the way they are. So They just make so much they sense. They make so much sense, so much <laughs> more sense than, than the European seasons. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, that's one to keep your eye out for at Rain Square. Gosh, that's a lot of shows for the month of July or Maku. 
Winter in Perth's Arts Playground is never dull, Nina. It never is. And all those events will be listed in the show notes for this episode. So make sure you check those out. Our time's up. That's a wrap. See you next month. You've been listening to Your Arts Playground, the podcast that keeps you up to speed with shows, concerts and exhibitions in WA. For more information on what's on, head to WA's premier online arts magazine, seesawmag.com.au. And if you like what you're listening to, buy us a coffee while you're there. This podcast was made on Noongar Buja by Nina Levy and Rosalind Appleby. Mixed by Gemma King with music by Josh Hogan. We acknowledge the Wajuk Noongar people, the traditional custodians of this land, and pay our respects to Elders past and present. Thanks for joining us in Your Arts Playground.